Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Three thousand like, I'm, like, I'm Nikki, I like cats and <laughs> drinks. I drink and I drink my cats and I love them. Okay, bye. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. It's a CastBox original produced in partnership with Studio 71. Let me tell you something about Studio 71, okay? No, They're Cast the bomb. Bo- no, talk but about- also, I'm going to talk about CastBox, okay. okay? They happen to be the fastest growing, highest rated <laughs> podcast app on both iOS and Android. You know what that means? You can find all your favorite podcasts. Yeah, I do know what that means. Oh, I was just going to say that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it, well, it's cool because you can... You can because you can listen to awesome. Shit They Don't Tell You wherever you get your podcasts. But we hope you'll give CastBox a shot because we think it's the best. No, it's not the best. It is a best. A best? That's As the, a noun? That's the best one. Oh, my God. Let's just listen to this podcast. Why didn't anyone tell me? Hello, welcome to the Shit They Don't Tell You podcast. My name is Steve Green. I'm here where I'm joined by my, my beer, beer, beautiful wife, Excuse Nikki me? Limo. Okay. Was that our sentence? Yes. I'm Nikki Limo. Thank you for the great introduction, Steve. Uh, we're also here with Rachel McCord and her husband, Rick Shermer, but he is is joining us later. He's fashionably late because <laughs> she is a fashion person, a fashion, for, fashion forward, fashionista person. You look amazing. Oh my gosh, thank like, you. I love He's what always trying to outdo me though. He's <laughs> doing this to be even more dramatic. He's it's like, you good. can be a little late. I'm the way late. He's the headliner. Everyone will be looking he at you. the opening act and that's fine. We'll see how you do. Sucks we'll for me. Okay. So you're an, entre- <laughs> you're an entrepreneur, a model, uh, an investor judge for Elevator Pitch, which is a TV show. It's really cool. Um, author of the book Slay the Fame Game, which I own yeah. and I love and I read. Um, and uh, you're here. Thank you so much for being on our podcast, our tiny little. What's the podcast. first chapter of her kidding? book? If you know, if you read it. Wait, no, I, I, oh, I, snap. I could say. I don't like, yeah. I wish I could just like say it. Um, it's okay. But I've. I've read it. I think like quote, she has horrible. Just, quote. We're supposed to support one another. Cha- I don't know the first chapter of books I've read a million times. I really times. thought I could do it. Okay, okay like, I know. She has a good memory. You'll right now. It's Trailer Parks to Red Carpets. There See? you go. <laughs> Trailer Parks <laughs> to Red Carpets. is Rachel McCord. And that's you, right? And that's you. Yeah. That's which is- no, I love it because immediately in your book you like address like any hate haters and stuff. Yeah, what does she say? 
Oh, wow. Maybe you should read the book, Steve. Yeah. So you can stop asking her. Yeah. Well, it's really funny because in the introduction, I'm like, listen, I'm not writing Slay the Fame Game because I'm saying I've slayed the fame game. I just happen to understand the entertainment industry. I understand social media and I get it. My sister is an actress and I've been around a lot of people in this zone for a long time and I've built a brand and I think that it's kind of stuff that anyone would want to learn Yeah, in any industry, even if you're not trying to be the both of you. Okay. okay. <laughs> Damn. You want to, even if you're not trying to be D-list. Yeah, D-list. <laughs> YouTubers, podcasters. It's like I already fell asleep. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but that actually is the topic that we brought you on here today for because I do think you're an expert in that and um and I love it uh is is building a brand like how do you find your brand how do you build your brand and no matter what industry you're in because I think a lot of times people think that that just um that just goes along with like the entertainment industry but you can really use it in in anything absolutely anytime you go in a job interview is what I say or you build a business which is pretty much anybody who wants to pay their bills right so you need to have a brand because when you walk into a room for an interview and you don't know how to express your strengths talk about yourself in a good way using your humble brag that is not obnoxious AF and you're able to kind of communicate who you are what you're great at um, then you know that if you can't do that then it's harder to get a how job do you or- hum- humble brag because I, I find it to be impossible Oh no! It's I'll be possible. I'll be honest. When I'm in a pitch meeting or whatever, then I do like big dick shit. Like I'm like, yo, my shit is so tight. I sold this movie. I did a thing. I'm a guy and I do a thing. But like when I'm like normal with people, I have to take a shit on like literally everything I do. Yeah, but, but okay, like, she's I get talking, that. She's talking about doing it in a job interview situation. Like, but, no, no, but, you... to, but she said how to humble brag in those situations. Yes. Yeah. I only know so, how to do one or the oh, other. Oh, you only know how to big dick it only, or, only. or completely self-deprecate. Exactly. I see. I'm missing okay. a chapter in my book called Big Dick in it, by the way. <laughs> now I know. I'm going to like do a revise. Part two. Yeah, part two. You're um, No, it's a, thank you mm-hmm. very much. I'm glad you got there before I did because like I don't know if I would have found my way. So thank you. Um, No, I think I think it's really good that you do that like that in business meetings because the way that you normally do it, right? Your big dick in yeah. because that is your personality. That is your brand. So as you're saying those things, you're demonstrating this is who I am, right? But then if you're sitting down with maybe my husband who does viral branding and marketing and, you know, he could potentially like help you in addition to what you're already doing, right? So you want to be able to communicate with him, but not make it awkward because we're doing like swimsuit barbecues at our house, right? Yeah. Which is your point. Yeah. So a lot of it is you you kind of need to sketch it out. I'm going to be honest with you because it's really important to start to remember all the things that you've done. So for example, when I first started l- teaching myself about having a humble brag, because <laughs> um, I'm like you, I'm like, oh, whatever, who cares? No, it's like really weird. People are nice to me. I don't understand. It was like, yeah. it was really uncomfortable. Comfortable, and I think that's what makes us all human in this industry, right? Because we all know those narcissistic people who are like, <gasps> not I'm just so amazing. What'd you say? Which were, and they're not humans, yeah. It's they're like, not human. Yeah. And, and the whole point of Slay the Fame game is breaking into entertainment without it breaking you. Mm. And I think a big piece that breaks you is that you become inhuman and you make everything about you and then you lose relationships. You find yourself lost and alone and then you self-medicate. That's really the track, right? And that's also the Johnny Depp story, which is... Um, you can check that out it's uh, available on books near you Oh, books M-G. near you all the books near me <laughs> all the books near you. there's so many books Wait, there's all so, the books. Oh, oh, I was supposed to say there's a book over here I saw yeah, this sorry. there's a severed head so creeped out there's a head no books studio. just severed heads over here you just, you, just, you just sit right there with your pancake honey you just need that a little closer there you go he's found Jesus at least he has um, um, but to answer your question the way I started doing was I kind of wrote out everything that I have done 
everything that like the big things right and so I started kind of crafting my communication around the things I wanted to say where I was like like for example truly when I got featured in Vogue for the first time I really did start crying for the first time mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but, okay. I love that that's so, great that's a good humble brag that's a good humble brag yeah. right but I I really but it's true so it has to come from authenticity you can't fake it right just right. like you can't go on a podcast for an hour and be a basic human and people <laughs> be like oh my god this is so not basic it's like no it's gonna be whatever you are right. and your brand will be too so if you are more narcissistic you kind of have to lean into your curve right, right. Mm-hmm. hopefully you you find yourself before you before everyone else finds you in fame because people who kind of get it early and they haven't done the inner work to be like really self-aware it becomes really hard to build a brand right because they're so busy being everybody that everybody wants yes they don't know who they are it's like seeing Britney Spears yeah truly actually like seeing Britney Spears even in concert in Vegas I heard her talking I was like oh like she's she doesn't sound like a normal human because no. she's that one. She's like talking, oh my gosh, I love y'all so much. It's like, I just want to sit down with her and be like, hey girl, it's okay. Like, who are you? Like, mm-hmm. just I think she be says that the person. same thing every show because we went to the show too and the only thing she said was, thank y'all so much for coming. <laughs> yeah. And that was what I just it. Said. And wow. I love all y'all. No, they, yeah. they, and then that was Because they like full on, like they funny. play the CD. Like it's yeah. not even like a new They're a not different version like for the people that attended the concert. It's like the exact radio version, the CD. I was a little bit disappointed. I'm not going to lie when I went to see it because I've always been a Britney fan, but mm. I grew up really poor so I knew that going to her shows was not a possibility. So You're like instead, I'll go to budget Britney in 30 years. Exactly. <laughs> you live the dream. It, it yeah. hasn't been 30, but thank well, you. <laughs> Jesus. Thank you. Is it hot in here? Yeah. Or should we My just bad. like Drop the AC. <laughs> Steve, you're great with things. Thank you. With yeah, you just, you have I'm a way with, with making I'm you guess really relatable. I'm good at this. Yeah. I'm just like, I, could I have that tiara? I feel like it's going to yes. just like, center me I will me say this Please. though. We saw a bunch so of Britney much. and I thought, I mean, I don't know. Because I, I. This is so much better. Her dancers were dancing her. You know, did you notice yes. that? Okay, like, what do you she, mean by that? She Hold basically on. stands there and their dancers kind of move her around on stage. She didn't really do anything. Oh, that's true. They lift her and she moves. Yeah. The whole time they're totally. kind of moving her around. I feel like if they gave me that show, I would I would gladly just be it as Britney yeah. and I would like really bring it my all. You so can do you that. So if you guys are interested, you can find me at I am. You're from the seats Michael. that we had, you totally could be totally, her. You can't I see. And they difference. don't put her on the big screens. Did you notice that? That's so true. Yeah, why didn't mm-hmm. they do that? I think it's a lot of this. Yeah. I think that I'm getting so mean right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is good. This is real No, real wait, shit. if anyone They'll has been to that concert, they will understand. Well, yeah. I heard that they recently, because my buddy Shane was at it and he said it was good. Yeah, recently. Right after we saw it, like she had some breakthrough like a couple weeks later and then she was like really good yeah that's so good yeah see that's the kind of stuff i'm talking about though like having those breakthroughs and being able to look at yourself clearly i mean i have a lot of compassion for her because she got into the industry so freaking early right and so it's one of those things where when you're figuring everything out while everyone's telling you who you need to be and what brand you need to have it's hard yeah i feel like now with social media and people being able to really chart their own path it gives us so much more opportunity to find our way without having so many voices we can be like no this is what my show is yeah this is what i'm about and you have more power because you can release content however and whenever you want which is why they visually rebel by cutting their hair. Have you noticed yeah. that? Because like everyone's like, we want you to be this perfect image with long hair, and you, this is how you look, and you're kind of fuck bunny-ish, but you're <gasps> sweet. But then they're like, you know what? One day I'm gonna rebel, and I'm they cut it. their hair every time. 
Katy Perry did it. Do Brittany that did as it. Well, though. Moms do it. My mom used to. I used to come home. My mom was just like, I cut my hair today. I don't. Oh, I, I just. Did, I just needed a change. I hope she doesn't listen to your That's show. That's like exact. That's like, a real I good that. impression. I love my mom. Thank you. And actually, we love you too. Honey. And I love my mom, but I'm just saying that's what she does. She does does that to like sh- change shit up. Like it's interesting how that. You kind of need that though. You need to remind yourself that you have your own voice and you yeah. have your own stuff because, you know, it does go away at times, right? Yeah, that's what actually. That's why I started YouTube in the beginning. Oh, that's why I started stand up actually because um, this was before YouTube. But uh, I was going out as an actress, and I have a really dry sense of humor. I'm sarcastic. You're hilarious um, is what you are. You, you both are just, so I'm just humble funny. bragging all over the she place. Right? Yeah, so you're doing so great. You're funny. doing so great. But see, it's authentic. So, you're actually yeah. just telling your story. Yeah. So, you know, it's like with humility. Yeah, and, and this is the part that was a bummer or like a speed bump for me, I guess, um, was that when I got out here, they were like, well, your personality doesn't match your look. So they wanted me to be like, hot fuck toy like you know like bimbo like girl at the bar and they're like if you can just like make your personality that you can book a lot more roles and then you can do whatever you want so I did that like for like I had to it was actually really draining like I had to open up my sexuality and like that part I appreciate because I had some blockages there but then I had to like you know really like be this character that was like always talking like this and like and do you know where the bathrooms are and just like cousin just Caitlin basically yeah I did actually do an impression of my cousin Caitlin who acts that way but she's a lawyer and she's actually really smart yeah. but oh, she's that's like, like that yeah. okay she's exactly Elle Woods and Legally Blonde oh but um Caitlin if you're listening I love you but uh but yeah I, I literally did an impression of my cousin because I didn't know how to be that girl and I did book work like that but I hated Continually playing that character well, because it wasn't me. Everyone at every party, yeah. everyone, all the on all the other tubers thought that Nikki was. Oh like yeah, people that actually person. thought I was that mm-hmm. character. So when they'd meet me in the real life, they'd be like, "Hi, I've seen your comedy. It was really good." Like they oh, talked down. Gosh, and to you're me. a Scorpio, so oh, you're like, so "I'm gonna choke you out right <laughs> yeah. now, honey, and you're gonna cry, and it's not gonna be." Pretty. No. Do you understand <laughs> That's the words? Very true. I have dealt with a lot of that as well, just being blonde, which isn't even male. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, having modeled, most people think that all models are stupid. Mm-hmm. And it's been I really do. interesting. I'm okay, well. Wow. <laughs> shit's going so well here. <laughs> Is this the shit they're getting You keep lobbing me. This is the shit they're tell me. No, no. <laughs> No, but it's it's it was it's been really annoying. It still happens all the time. In fact, we were just yeah. talking about magic that I did in Vegas last year when I was there. A girl was like, "Oh my god, you're like a real life Elle Woods," and it was so funny Ooh. because you know when people say things and they think they're so funny, and most yeah. of the time they're used to people just being, like, "Yeah, totally." I'm not that bitch yeah. at all. Yeah. I'm like. Do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, you know, it's just like you've got, like, you clearly put a lot of time and energy in your outfit and you're, like, walking around. So is there something weird about me walking around or getting dressed today? I don't understand. And she, you could tell she's like, no, I mean, it's fine. I was like, oh, are you trying to be insulting? I literally, like, she, it's just, yep. I like to shine the light on whatever's happening. Yep. Branding's the same way, right? If this is what's happening, let's just put a light on it and let's amplify it and let's make it rock. So if you're being rude, let's, <laughs> let's have a conversation. Let's that. Just explain it to me. But it, it's funny. A lot of people think that about me. And. I've been on a lot of talk shows and they've asked me like, well, how do you deal with that? Right. Like, how do you when you know, when people underestimate you, I'm like, I just open my mouth. Ask me about business. Tell me what's going on with your business and your company. And let's see if we can figure it out. And then if you still think I'm dumb, that's fine. We won't be friends. (laughs) 
Exactly. Yeah, so that's why I started doing stand-up because that was the one place where I could just be my own voice. Yes. And I think that's so important, but um, I think a lot of people have have a problem or trouble finding that. So how would you go about like helping someone like find their brand? Their brand, yeah. yeah. It's a great question. So the first thing I like to do is like just kind of sit down with them and like figure out what's going on, right? In fact, just before this, I was getting my hair did. <laughs> it looks great. Looks Thank amazing. You. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Now we know it's not real blonde, but we it looks, do. But we're not gonna like passes. put that on the brand, like notch. <laughs> but it's not one of my brand filters, fake blonde. But you know, it is though. Um, but anyway, so so we were just <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna tell you about. Yes. So we were just talking, and I and you know the hairstylist asked me to come out and was like, I wanted to like, just do a blowout for you and just you know get some of your advice and so we started talking and I was like so what's going on and you know usually when I walk into where someone works I get a lot of understanding right like mm-hmm. wherever you are it's probably going to make a lot of sense based on what your situation so, looks like so what do we, yeah, we got here what do we got going on okay. in this room <laughs> so it just got so real no it's you know it, I think it's it's a, a whole lot a whole lot I of, hear you I get it though it, this is you this know is this is ours. the shit they don't tell you <laughs> about yeah. I totally get I mean they definitely didn't tell me about this no I don't know anything know about this from. I definitely don't know anything about that we never tell you about um, that I feel really peaceful looking at this namaste it's a candle for with people who, who are listening. Uh, it's a candle. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I'm it's not a Jesus candle. For, yes, I'm you not meant for You have to be just heard. You, you have to, I have to be seen and heard. You are I multidimensional. want all of your attention. I hear you, I hear you. Go on your computer or your phone yeah, and watch right. this. That's right. um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, so you know, I learn a lot like going into someone's spot and just asking them what's going on with them. So I look at branding and business as very, like, very holistically. I think when people try to be like, let's just talk about business. It's like no, 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 no. Let's talk about you, like mm-hmm. as a human. Like, like let's what's go to going your house. on? Do you have fifty-seven cats? Exactly. I think you need a cat sweater. I think you need some cat pants. I think yeah, you're my idol. This is exactly what I say. <laughs> I think you have need you to buy those some people jewelry. Have that anyway? okay. It's like they're they are brand ambassadors for like having a shithole like uh, what do you call it um, hoarding like, like hoarding cats and all that shit wait there's actually yeah, brand they, but ambassadors they also for brand hoarding? themselves and they have cat necklaces and like little cat sweaters. Excuse and, like, me. Cat What's Jeez. wrong with cat necklaces? Yeah, you, you're just missing the 57 cats. You only have two. Like, you dress like a hoarder, though. You're, it's part of your brand. <laughs> oh. I dress like a hoarder? Well, no, but you the cat dress, stuff. Uh, you dress like a, a hoarder cat dress? Hoarder. She dresses like a Do camera. I dress like a cow hoarder? No, definitely not. By the way, That's you need to diagnosis. understand you got two female Scorpios yeah. against one. You need one. to tone it down Until a notch. I can handle, I can handle myself. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. ball busting away and no one is taking any of your balls. All right. We'll see about that. Yeah, no it's gonna be, it's a, No one's going to be a long night. I'm definitely not busted. taking your balls. Nikki's got to get through the you night, though. You can keep this blue ball over here. No, Nikki's got to get through the night. That's all. Huh. Oh. Get through what night? Through the night without taking my balls. Oh, so we'll I see, think we'll your about that. balls are going to be this color blue. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it is his she birthday today, so I guess I have to it's do something. It's your birthday? Yeah, thanks for finally bringing it up in t- t- 12 minutes. That's his brand thing. today. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wait, that's what? Why are we not celebrating? I, I should have right? brought some yeah. champagne. <laughs> oh, how many years of marriage <laughs> is this? <laughs> Meh. Yeah. Basic savage. <laughs> <laughs> Every word you need to know in the millennial <laughs> yes. vocabulary. Wow, that's so exciting. Thank you. Uh, what, have you guys celebrated at all? We did a little shindig on Friday. On Friday Don't that's tell right. Yeah, Everyone that wasn't snubbed. invited oh. d- now you knows. We did nothing. You I, snubbed it. We didn't do anything. Technically, I wasn't physically here because okay. I was physically in Palm Springs. But like, yeah. But I yeah. get it. I But get I do it. remember being invited. Now that so like, everything is kind of coming together, yeah. 
I've had one of those weekends that I wish I was hungover. <laughs> oh, really? Did you, you guys went, you guys partied it up or no? No, I wish Didn't. I was. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, okay. but you keep interrupting her when she's talking I'm about my the brand flow. thing. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, she's like, like well, our listeners need to know I'm how to brand notes. themselves. Okay, yes. let's go. Let's go. Okay, so I look at it super holistically, right? So I could totally do it to you guys if you wanted. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Should we? Yes. Okay, okay. So I'm going to start with you, Steve. Perfect. Tell me, me what it is. Like, what are the three things in your life that you're most happy about when it comes to your business and your wifey and everything well, you better get this right my, when it comes to my business and my wifey yeah just like all of it um, like I what guess, are your three tops yeah my wife a perfect relationship um i have a i have a great uh collaboration with my buddy we write movies and then my i have another group of guys i, I do movies with now okay um it's exciting and i love uh making i love that i get to do stuff in the in this space like yeah. uh, podcasting and then i get to do comedy on youtube and yeah okay yeah what about you what are your three top faves um okay not my husband or my marriage that's like obviously ugh. not that would be so random we can disagree Yours. we can disagree that's totally fine <laughs> um no I, I i love actually working with my husband and being able to like, and doing the dishes for him i know from your no, no, episode no, no. on youtube oh yeah, that's right i that was from getting ready to get married uh, we were like building up the days and i was doing dishes and you were filming me yeah that was fun but Plain after life, marriage it's tables turned oh you just he go. does the dishes yeah like he i'm a helper dishes. i'm a helper he does yeah. laundry you know oh. what i read a study about um this is I actually like true this. i read a study where it's like people one of the biggest quarrels in relationships is like house duties and chores and stuff okay. so i was like i'm taking that right off the fucking table like minute yeah, one giving your marriage it. the best shot like i am gonna take that off the table i will help was, with all i was actually shit. so impressed wow. i was not expecting that I love and this people were like so how's married life like are you sick of each other yeah, yet? where's like, the volunteer actually he stepped it up a lot after marriage because most people oh. i think like like have this idea that once you get married like everyone lets their self, their, themselves go yes. yeah and i feel like you stepped it up like he okay. i would come home to a Let clean house yeah. Yeah. wow yeah i never never came home to a clean house when i we were dating That's but pretty true, yeah. after marriage come home to a clean house all the time wow and it's great today's episode is brought to you by angie angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well let me tell you there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you you watch them do it the right way and you go thank god i didn't try to do that myself i have fully done things around the home that i think look good and then a bang in the night and i wake up to a shelf collapsing a painting falling off the wall like it i've i've seen it all go south i own a home and i can tell you I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Um, wow. So I love that. And then um, I do love 
I love uh, work right now because like I was talking about before, I used to have to really play into what does everyone else want? And I felt like on auditions, it's always like, what do they want to cast? And now I feel like most of my work, I get to do what I want to do and how I want to express it. And so I see auditions more as like a collaborative effort, which I think it should be like, it should be hey, I might have the piece to your puzzle. And if I, I'm not the piece to your puzzle, then it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't a good fit. Instead of how can I be that piece? Like how can I fit your idea right. of what you want me to be? I think- Chameleon I, style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that ever since like just bringing what I, what Nikki Limo brings to the table instead of like, what do you want to see? Which is I've, more than enough, girl. Thanks, Snaps girl. The, the, the best shit though is when she gets hired for something because of the way that- people perceive her on YouTube or they have I think recently it's gotten better for you yeah but in the when we first started dating she would get like some game show audition thing and then every time they're like we really love Nikki so we want to bring her in and then they're like we love you we think you're so great and then when she does the the audition as her Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, can you like just smile can the whole time? Bubbly? Be more bubbly, and it's like, wait, so you wanted me to to not be me, but you you brought me in here you saying you wanted me yourself. to be me. Yes, yeah, and that's that one of the a lie. that's one of the things that people do to I think all of us as tubers is they try to they try to get us and they go, we want you to be you. I remember I hosted this thing, yeah, a couple years ago that that show for yeah um, the yeah true tv you don't, you don't have it? to say it yeah, whatever don't, it was don't say it it was a show no it wasn't true tv it was no else. i know it wasn't true tv but i'm not gonna tell you what it was okay well <gasps> yeah but why what's wrong with because what if we want to work with them again hashtag oh well, no life. it's not about them it's about it's about what happened right it was okay. just a learning experience well, so for call me. out that person that it happened with okay yeah so i was on <laughs> set um we're we're doing run-throughs for it and this writer guy um I, well, I was. We've been working with this writing team a little bit, very little bit, because they never want to produce anything very hard for YouTube people. Um, but I was like, "Hey, man, I can't work this joke. It's, it's not me. It doesn't sound like me when I say it." Mm-hmm. And um, this guy was getting so frustrated with me, and I and I had to just be like, "Yo, man, your my job is to is to be funny, right? Like that's what my job is, and your job is to write something that." works for me being funny right. not for you being funny that you can bring to life yes. right like that's authentic that's your job as a writer is to make them look good like mm-hmm. that's your whole job mm-hmm. and I'll show you had one job <laughs> and I'm a writer too so that's I know that that's important like I've written for so many different voices and if you're just making them sound like you you suck at writing like mm-hmm. to me your job is to make them sound like like them I don't want every character to sound like Steve Green and so I was saying this to him and he got fucking he was pissed he's like yelling at me and I'm like oh. yo dude do your job like I'm trying to do my job and I'm asking you to do a better job at helping me sound funny because that's what we both need to accomplish for the show yeah and uh, yeah I just think that that as a greater part of what people do is trying to turn everyone into what they think it should be yeah and I'm sure you experience that all the time. And I think it's. By the way, do we get all three of yours? No, it was one more. You can, yeah, my but, third one's but cats. But I'm tracking. I'm tracking with everyone. Yeah, you're really cats. good. You're really good. <laughs> Who doesn't know what's Because I, I, I noticed when I came back to the conversation last time, you picked up exactly where. Like, holistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um. So what's your third one? The third one's cats. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So then, what are <laughs> like what are some things that you would want to improve on? So right. So you've got the cats. You've got your marriage. You've got these opportunities to really be yourself now, right? And you have this amazing ability to be a producer and writer and creator of content and be on YouTube and have a great wife. But like, what are some things that you feel like are lacking that you would like to see more of 
Hmm. Oh, uh, I'd say more scripted content because um, I I got involved originally to do YouTube so that I could do more scripted content to bypass the whole auditioning thing. And then scripted content kind of like does died on YouTube. Like mm-hmm. it didn't really, it kind of faded away. And now everybody is there for personality and stuff, which is great. I love it. But I also like miss doing scripted. Like I miss acting. Okay. And I, I'd like to just do more. I'd like to produce more scripted stuff. Okay, yeah. that's really good. What about you? I missed uh, doing my show on YouTube, uh, like going on the street and fucking with people. I, I love so that funny. stuff. Thank you. So yeah. I love that stuff. Okay. It's tougher to do now because they did a lot of crackdowns on the way that we the used to do stuff. The pranks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard about that. And I don't really blame them either because a lot of people were saying they were doing pranks and they're just doing shithead things to people. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, you know, for me... Um, but would you go back to doing pranks or would no, it? No, yeah, that's I the would... problem, right? Because one day I was introduced, I was at a thing, and I was introduced as a prank guy, and I yeah. wanted to kill myself after. Uh, I think so, you've grown out. That's like when people call me an influencer. I'm like, that is not my brand. That's the worst. That is not my brand. Exactly. Exactly. Influ- title. Just calling someone influencer says what? Like, you influence what? With right. who? And Everyone's what, in an what influencer. category? Yeah, exactly. Do you know I say this on stages all the time? Do you? Absolutely. You I, my mom influences me, yes. right? Like, my friends influence yes. me. You don't need to have hundreds of millions of fans to be an influencer. Um, so then what, what I would do right now, right? So what we just did was, like, we found out what you love. And then we found out some some things that you want to do more of. And you guys have given me a lot of what we call brand filters, which I kind of mentioned Ooh. a few minutes ago. So they're adjectives that describe you as a brand, as a person. And again, it doesn't have to be directly related to YouTubing and creating scripted projects and comedy shows. But it is really relevant in this industry. It's easy to spot it in this place. But, you know, let's say that you're a super organized, detailed person who loves to manage tasks, which I know your producer loves to do with <laughs> Um, then, you know, for him, it's like he knows what he brings to a table. So when he goes into a room, he can say, I'm great at managing tasks. I produce shows. You have these certain brand filters, right? So then based on the data that you guys literally just said to me, I would write down actress, right? I would write down comedy. I'd write down power couple. I'd write down all these different words, YouTube. Um, I would talk about production, so I would call you a producer. So I'd put all these words together. And then what you do is you can literally have so much fun. You can ask your friends to do this. You can do it on your own. You can do it together in a setting like this. And then literally just put them as post-its on your wall and just look at all these words, right? And like a great scenario would be having like 20 to 50. Like just put them up there beautiful, fun, sassy, like whatever comes to mind, Scorpio, anything that you would say you could describe as yourself or someone might describe you as, right? Mm. Then you want to like cut that down to get it to like 20, right? Then you want to do an exercise where you take five words that you would like to be associated to. So maybe it's not something that someone would already say about you, but like, for example, we're talking about the first chapter of my book, Trailer Parks to Red Carpets. I didn't want to be identified as a trailer park girl. In fact, (laughs) I never would be talking about it right now, I don't think. If I hadn't gotten to a place in my life where I stopped wanting to be a chameleon and I stopped and I start one started wanting to be me, and also my sister did a huge tell all interview in a magazine, I was like, oh well, I guess the story is out. <laughs> we grew up in trailer parks in Georgia. We grew up in trailer parks in Georgia. I'm like, like say it over and over again until I can finally come to peace with it. And now I'm like, I actually think it's awesome because yeah, it you is. know what? Now I can walk into a trailer park or I can walk onto a stage and I can sit down at a nonprofit, a charity like Covenant House where I go often and say, what's going on in your life? I yeah. know you might think by looking at this faux blonde in Hollywood on red carpets and think that I don't know what it's like to cry and to have mm-hmm. depression and to sit on the floor thinking that there's no purpose in your life. But I actually get it. So 
I will go as dark and deep as you want, or I can say as surfacey and fashionista <laughs> as we want because I love to design an outfit. <laughs> I love all of your outfits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. So, you know, I think that in that case, it's like you get to put these words out. So, right? So, the girl in me who feels like a trailer park girl didn't really like putting that up on the wall, but that's the reality, right? That is a part of who I am. And when you start to own the good, the bad, and the ugly, it creates a very specific niche, which is what it takes to be successful in business. But I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I just want to kind of pen that really quick. That's great. But if you kind of reel it back and you have those brand filters and you put out five things you actually want to see from yourself, right? So for me, it wasn't really red carpets. That wasn't my dream. I really wanted to impact people. I wanted to be sassy Mm self-help. I wanted to be the person who could sit down with lipstick and high heels on and still be like, what's going on in your life for Mm -hmm. real? Like when you talk about this blocking up for you, what does that really mean? Like what's going on there and how can we go there together and, and help you love yourself better, right? And heal. Because I think people have the ability to do that on their own. You can make your business, you can do what you need to do, but you having someone else there is always helpful. So then you put them up on the wall, you narrow it down to like five total brand filters. And then anything you do publicly, privately, well, privately you can get a little bit more free, right? <laughs> it's your world. But like publicly, you do all of that and you make sure it fits, it fits through those filters. So everything you do, you look at these five words or five notes that you've made for yourself hmm. and it's like is it one of these or else I shouldn't do it right exactly and and you know for me in the beginning I had to really ask myself is does this represent fabulous does this represent inspirational does this represent um, um, you know Hollywood does this represent all these different things that I kind of put onto my brand and then as you grow and evolve just like Katy Perry and Britney Spears your brand needs to grow with you because that's where you stay authentic for me like I've always been considered very relatable and authentic because I like to sit down with people and just be real. I don't want to be the person who makes you feel like you can't be yourself. I want to be like, hey, anything's welcome here. I'm like 31 flavors, so just pick one color and we'll get there. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so um, so I would kind of put those together. And then after a while, it becomes so natural. Yeah. To where now, if someone's like, so why don't you post this picture about this water bottle? I'm like, ew, no. <laughs> it's like, but if, if you can find a way to make this inspirational – or, or fun and beauty beautiful and aspirational, then I'll do it. Because I, I need to now serve a community because of a niche that I've created that looks to me for inspiration and looks to me for this vision of where they might want to be. And you never know who follows you, who needs that. Mm-hmm. Like when people, like for example, I my weekend I wish was I had a hungover weekend <laughs> was actually really hard. I was dealing with some personal stuff with my family. And do you know what I sat down on my couch after like three days of it? I was like, I just want to watch a comedy. So to this point, like when you're creating this stuff and you're thinking in a conversation that seems so like uh, frustrating, like this writer needs to write a story that you can help bring to life, right? In the right right way. And you're getting frustrated. You're fighting for that girl who's sitting on a couch having a really hard weekend with her family and needs comedy to come to life. And she needs to believe it. So when you start to put some why behind it and there's a bigger purpose than just like, hey, I want to be the center of attention. That's not what it's about. You were created to do certain things, even like no matter where you are, whether you do it on camera, whether you do it in the entertainment business or you do it in an office building, you have an influence. We all influence people. So when we figure out and we tap into that by first asking ourselves I wish who I we are and what we way. like. It's really beautiful. Oh, did I go too deep? No, I really do. <laughs> I wish I looked at it like that. No, because I don't think of it like that. Do you? How do you think of it? Does Nikki, I'm not asking Nikki. Um, I, th- I feel like recently I've, you do? I've started doing that. I mean, We'll talk about this in a little bit because we have to take a break for our, our sponsors. Oh, okay. But um, but yeah, I, I I will get into that after the. Well, real, break. but just to complete the thought real quick. Yeah. For me, I just um, 
I guess I never think of the this isn't a bit I, I never think of the person that I'm impacting mm-hmm. I, I just don't think that way for some reason I just kind of do my bit and then I go home mm-hmm. but I I think that that's a good way to look at things where you're like yeah oh this is like potentially helping somebody out there but I never I don't personally go there mentally just because I try to shut all that stuff out because if I let the if I let the good stuff in then to me I also have to let the bad stuff in like as far as like that. if if somebody likes what I do um great but there's also people who don't like what I do so if I consider one I have to consider the other so I just don't consider either of them so I just do my thing and go home that's but you're really doing it for the people that need it and that's the thing. I think I, I started thinking about it this way is because I went through a period of like uh well I, I get I have depression but then like some years it hits harder than others mm-hmm. and in 2016 it like really hit hard and you remember this yeah um no it's okay it, and nothing even happened like nothing caused it I was just like it was just a really bad episode of it and I just started feeling like I didn't have um purpose mm-hmm. and those those kind of things um really helped me to like feel like I had purpose like when and then I started seeing it more like Mm -hmm. um even with this podcast a lot of people have written in and being like this is what I needed like Mm -hmm. I needed to hear this like I was actually struggling with this issue and like I needed to hear this Mm -hmm. and thank you so much and like I I never thought of it that way before I never I always thought you know like I want to be an entertainer but it's like Oh, because I like entertaining, you know, I like, I think it's fun, but not everyone thinks it's fun to be an entertainer. I remember when I was doing stand up and people were like, you have balls to go up there to do stand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to me, it didn't feel that way. It felt like I, I get to because it's free and it's freeing and I love it. Um, and I think that is why we are called to do certain things, because that is your purpose. And a lot of branding is just finding out your purpose, what your and purpose knowing is. how to communicate it. Yes, exactly. I know we have to break for sponsors, so this is the last thing I want to say to too, you. So, yeah. oh, <laughs> so speed it up. Yeah. Steve, I'm just going to say one thing. I don't think that we should do things for the hope of praise mm-hmm. or or critics, right? Because, you know, you go and press and people tear you down. Yeah. I mean, do it for five people who may never tell you they've ever heard it. Do it for the to the kid who's just like you who needed that inspiration. Who was your inspiration as a comedian? Oh, Bill Murray always. Yeah. So then you're someone else's Bill Murray. You don't. It's not about That's believing so dumb your to me, own. But head. I know what you're saying. I, yeah. I, but yeah, to me, he just never, has a hard time accepting that. I, I, yeah. I get that, but I'm going to go there with you. Not what you said yeah. is dumb. The idea that I am that to somebody is dumb. But but I. But I it's know true. What you're it's true. It's true. And it's we're going to break there because I don't want you to have anything back to say. No, I'm joking. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm no, kidding. No, no. I'm it's not kidding to no. call the breaks. Yeah. No, please do. Introduce this big sponsor. I have no idea who it is. Go ahead. No, they're really big though. All right, so this is for those of you out there who may have trouble sleeping. I know Steve does. I sure do, Nikki. Yeah, well, so that's why we're excited to partner with Calm, which is the number one app for sleep, meditation, and relaxation. It was even named Apple's 2017 app of the year. So if y'all got sleeping problems, y'all got a solution. Hey, if you're lying awake at night, and maybe you're lying awake right now, and you have anxiety and you can't fall asleep, well, there's no better app for you than Calm. Yeah, you listen to one of those sleep stories. Like, if you've, like, sometimes I get sleep problems when it's something really exciting that's happening the next day. And I just want, I just, like, can't wait for it. So my body's like, we don't want to sleep. We want this cool thing to happen. Then I have to put on a sleep story and be like, shut up, body. We're going to bed. 
deal with it. Here is uh, an excerpt from one of their sleep stories, which a sleep story is something that kind of, it's kind of like a, a, an adult's bedtime story, and it lulls you to sleep gently as you think about the scenic pictures that they're describing. So here's an excerpt from Stephen Fry talking about the south of France. For tonight's sleep story, we travel to the south of France. I'm Stephen Fry, and I'll be your guide as we meander lazily through the lavender fields and sleepy villages of Provence. Calm gives you the tools you need to live a happier, healthier, and more mindful life. Just five minutes of Calm can change your whole day. It sure has changed Nikki's. Yep. You definitely want to listen to Calm. Maybe you're on an airline, or maybe you can't fall asleep, which always happens to me. Or maybe you're at your grandma's house, and you really don't want to sleep there, but you kind of have to because you're stranded because your mom took the car. Or if you have like a big presentation at work, and you just your mind is racing, and you can't stop thinking about it. Well, you just put on a sleep story, okay? Save yourself the time and the and the hassle, the energy, the stress. Maybe it's Christmas Eve and you can't get to sleep because you're so excited about opening all those jubilant presents in the morning. Jubilant? Yeah. Okay. Those All those really nice packages delicately wrapped. You're And you're so excited, but you can't fall asleep. So you can open up the Calm app and listen to a sleep story. And it'll put you right under. And then when you wake up, it's Christmas Day. There's no better time to be alive. If you head over to com.com slash tell you, that's C-A-L-M dot C-O-M slash T-E-L-L-Y-O-U, you'll get 25% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of premium programs, including guided meditations on issues like anxiety, stress, focus, relationships. Um, it also has a, a brand new meditation each day called the Daily Calm, which I'm a huge fan of. For a limited time, Shirley Don't Tell You listeners can get 25% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash tell you. That's C-A-L-M dot C-O-M slash T-E-L-L-Y-O-U. It includes unlimited access to all of Calm's amazing content, and you can get started today. Calm.com slash tell you. Calm, the number one app for sleep, meditation, and relaxation. Uh, so we want to thank, uh, right, real quick, our special sponsor for, for this week, The It List. Um, the It List, of course, everybody knows, um, <laughs> is a list of people who are hot and who are not. And so it, all you have it's to do- It's a list of people who are not hot, also mixed it. Just, so no, it's just it's a all list the people of people. Are, it's all the people who are hot <laughs> and all the people who are not. <laughs> so what you do, and this is a great, it's a free service. Is it two um, lists? So I, or I don't know how this list works. the It List. Work. What are you talking about? Well, because it was a list of hot and not hot people? Yeah, it's all on the It List. So it's just people. It's just a, a list of two people. people. Nikki, it's called the It List, right? <laughs> So there's a list, and then next to it, it says hot or not. So if you're on the it list, <laughs> it could be really good. If you're so not, it's just if not you're, the middle but if you're, if, And if you're on the it list, it could be really bad. You don't know what it is. <laughs> which one you are. Which one you are. Yeah. And, okay. But if you're not on the it list at all, you should probably kill yourself. That's what it says. I, Whoa. I That's what it says on the copy. Whoa. I was reading the copy. Whoa. I didn't write it. That's what, the, so that's what the sponsor says at the it list. So, Am I on there? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank God, Jesus. Yeah, well, thank I was. I agree. I actually was scanning the list and I didn't see myself, but they had it alp alphabetized not by G for green. Like it was. I was S for Steve. So by the time I got to Steve, I was really questioning if I was on the list at all, and I was really sweating. 
I'm literally going. Is it itlist.com? The itlist.com, yeah. The itlist.com. So, yeah, the itlist.com. So it's not the McCord list because that would be really different. No, that's different. This is the itlist. And if you're not the on the itlist, you should kill yourself. That's what it says in the copy. Ooh. I know that that's Whoa. offensive. Don't. No, 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 no. If we come back after the break and I'm no longer here, that means I was not <laughs> no, on the itlist. I know that that's offensive. I agree that it's offensive. And they even think that it's offensive, but they think it's edgy, like kind of like like, like uh, radio or whatever, like car radio. What is, what is it called, Mark? The Drive time radio, right? They think it's kind of edgy, so they want to really promote that. Wow. But yeah, the it list, it's free. They make their money because they run ads on the it list. So while you're looking for your name, you, you see a shit ton of ads. Oh, Just it's a- the itlist.nl. Is that right? No, that's not it. You got to keep looking. <laughs> uh, don't forget to check it out, the it list. Um, and you can you can subscribe. It's hundred percent. Like I said, it's hundred percent free. They make their money through advertising. So don't forget to check it out, the it list. Don't forget to Google it, the dash it dash list. Check it out. All right. They sound great. What a, they're, they're what a awesome. great bunch of people. I'm so glad they sponsored us. If you're us. on it, it's great. If you're not on it, it's, <laughs> not, it's so not great. It's not so good. I'm so great. I'm so sorry. And Did if I you're mess on it up? and it's no, a bad you're... thing, hey, man, at least you're on the freaking list. <laughs> Thank God for that. We are back uh, from our break. I, that, that sponsor was lovely. And Thank now you. we are joined by Rick Shermer. Yo, what's up, guys? Who is Rachel's husband, and he is also one of the original viral viral marketing strategists, uh, which sounds really complicated. Like, how the, how do you know if something's going to go viral? That's Ooh, crazy. Funny you should ask. That's all I do is talk about that. Why are you saying with a creepy voice? <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I was like, had some mystique to it. I was trying to sound smoky and so, you know, like it's, smoky it's voice. Creepy. No, it's cool. Weird. It's very no, cool. I keep this. on trying to eat my lifesaver and she won't let me. <laughs> we're on Good job. She's like, like you're not allowed to eat your lifesaver. You're not allowed to lick it. You're not allowed to... Use your crinkly. They're married. That's what she you said. That's what yeah. she said. Focus. <laughs> You're not allowed to look at. Don't touch it. <laughs> Leave it alone. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. Anyway, viral. Yo. Yes. Is virus. that? Is that? And that's kind of your brand. Uh, yeah. It is. Yeah. You make things go viral. Um. There's a del- there's a big delineation I'd use just in that that. Yes, but <laughs> I'd say. It's it's actually like so to make something go viral is hard to predict as you you can imagine because if anybody yes. could figure out how to make stuff go viral all the time every time every time I move my hand my wife's looking at my because hands. you're gonna make noises on the table babe yeah <laughs> have some to be rules mindful. here there they are even put a straight jacket when I'm like <laughs> I'm like I have ADHD I'm like you should break off the watch and enjoy so then you can move around <laughs> <laughs> oh is that why here yeah I'll take it off it's just we just don't want is unnecessary noise it's getting in the way I understand this she's is such a good PA voice. she's a good you. PA. <laughs> Um, Ew, I don't yeah, want to so, be his PA. That is not my brand. Oh my gosh, that is not hey, my brand. That's part of your five cards, and you just blew it. Blew it. <laughs> I want to blow it out yeah. the door into the trash can. <laughs> yes. Brand filter number 1,020 never. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, so, so, so to make something go viral, go viral, quote unquote, is like basically the equivalent. Does anybody play baseball here or no baseball? I don't play I it, but baseball. I understand okay. references. Very, very well. Okay, reference. I'm the same. I don't play it, but I know the references. That's why I'm using one right now. Okay. And okay. so um, going viral would be the equivalent of a grand slam. Right? Oh, okay. So if you could predict a grand slam every single time, you know, like who does that in baseball? Nobody. No. Right. But they happen. And when they happen, it's amazing. But the way that you win baseball games is by focusing on money ball type thinking, right? right? right. It's about yeah. hitting singles and singles win the game. It's about RBIs. So if you, and again, I'm not a baseball nut, so I mean, I'm using <laughs> an analogy probably is not as great as I could. I like think there's but, a bunch of baseball the players idea, out there like listening like, who is this guy? <laughs> 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 I know, I'm probably screwing something up. 
Um, but the idea basically is RBI. So hitting, getting virality in terms of your content and getting people to share is pretty predictable. And if you get good at it and you have the right ideas and are leveraging the right data and the right tech and influencers and using, you know, paid media in the right way to fuel fires that are kind of burning and looking for natural burns, it actually really is possible. It, 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 I do it all the time. So it's been, I've been doing it for 15 years. So it's like, you know, it's, it's predictable. That's predictable. That's awesome. But when you hit a grand slam, it feels great. Yes. But if you try to get up to bat every single time to shoot to hit a grand slam, you're going to fail. Well, there's so there's different the, definitions. What, what that's, would my, you, that's my take on it. How would way, you just, define viral, too? Because it's changed so much over the years. Like where it's like it used to be. I was just talking about this with a buddy of mine where it's like you remember Chocolate Rain. Yes. Cho Chocolate Rain hit. And that was yep. the most vile thing in the world, I think. Like everybody everywhere knew right. the Chocolate Rain guy. They knew Chocolate Rain. Yep, 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 but yep. viral marketing campaigns are a lot different where it's like you can make something quote unquote viral, but it's more targeted towards a specific group of people. That's right. That's right. right. Yep. Is, is that what you mean by that? Like it's not like an international, everyone knows that it exists thing. Yeah. It's more like a. Because you get paid to do it for movies and, right, and right. TV and stuff. Yep. So it's yep, like yep. for that campaign. Mm -hmm. That can make it go viral. Just well, to help the people who well, don't think, understand. Think of it. Think of it like from from this standpoint. So no, so most marketing before marketing was like a a big thing back. Like let's say the last hundred years before industrialization, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Things were primarily word of mouth, right? So, but then there weren't like any products that were mass produced. I'm 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 gonna overgeneralize this. For sure. A second, but like, let's go back for like millennia, right? Right. Things weren't over like mass produced. So it wasn't until that it wasn't until this the the time that products were mass produced and hitting, you know, going international or across, you know, like um um you know, on grocery stores, you know, shelves across the nation mm -hmm. all in one day, right? That you needed to do traditional, what we call now traditional advertising and marketing to now hit a whole, like 300 million or 200 million people in an instant to be able to go back. You're talking ShamWow here. You're talking OxyClean. Yep. Exactly. I, yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, so, yeah. so now, so now, Sham so well. then what they did was like, hey, when viral, <laughs> you make fun. Right now, <laughs> it's true. Well, so is so everyone so knew the sham. Everything before was word of mouth, right? Yeah, it was primarily word of mouth, and things didn't you didn't. But but all of a sudden, you're everywhere, and you need to get to people everywhere. So you use mass media, right? To then buy your way, buy the eyeballs, buy your way on shelves. You have to hit everything all at once. So word of mouth kind of lost its way a little bit. So because of that, but then when social media and tech started to come back, it gave us back that power and word of mouth back that power that that was more scalable. So so when word of mouth meets tech, meets social media, meets data and all these different things. So then in tart and community targeting back to what you just said, then all of a sudden you've got the power to scale word of mouth in a way bigger way right. than, than, than had been possible ever. Because you not only are getting, you know, celebrities or whatever tr traditional advertising, but right. you're also getting these like trusted group of people that, you know. Yep that you, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And also, this is all the stuff that happens after you build a brand, right? Because mm -hmm. you think about it, it's like you build a brand, you figure out who you are, and then you want to get it out to the masses. So that's where the viral marketing piece comes into play. Yeah, totally. and, the and the number one thing goes back to what you picked up on just now is like the 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 need to target by community. So it's so traditional marketing kind of looks more at what when we say the last hundred years, what traditional right. marketing is looks at uh, demographics. Mm -hmm. So it's basically like age, gender, income, yes. geo, stuff like that. 
they're like, it's making the assumption that if I'm, you know, a 40 year old man and I make this much money and you might be into golf, I might be into, well, that gets into psychographics, which is actually I'm into leaving my wife. Yeah, oh. for, for a younger woman, you know what I mean? Oh, man, yeah. Life crisis. I'm looking for like periodicals about that, or you know. Well, well, the, the idea is like so. so we that's can't help it. Yeah, okay, to be clear. Psychographics are more focused on lifestyle and what people are interests are. Right? I see. And so then, so from a viral standpoint, you look at things in communities. So like a 42 year old golfer isn't that much different than a 22 year old golfer because they actually like. It's just the only big difference. Both is love young women, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we got two young women right now. Yeah. That's for sure. I'm That's taking the sure. fifth. I'm for just now. sitting here. For now. He, he's afraid of me a little bit. I know. I'm afraid of my wife a little bit. Just is he in the doghouse right now? And I'm kind of afraid of your wife. Always. I'm always afraid of my wife. You're the only person that's not afraid of you. I'm just going to let you go. <laughs> he's like, you're oh, he's on your afraid. own. Hey. It's deep and surprised. Yeah, I, pay later. I pay later. I pay later. Yes. So anyway, but but psychographically, then you go by community and then you start thinking who are the influencers and the champions of that community. And then how do we start to get a viral burn and like natural conversations going in that community to get people talking? How do you engage mm. influencers at scale? So let's just stick with golf right now. Golf yeah, only. Sure. And we do we do golf. So then we like say like, hey, look, if we want to grab some celebrity golfers, we want to get bloggers and podcasters like we're on now and yep. X, Y, and Z. Then we want to do that in a scalable way times a hundred, right? Then all of a sudden, like all of a sudden everybody like in this golf community is talking about this new club. I don't know what the club is because I'm golf. <laughs> right. A country like, club, most likely. Yeah. But that's yeah. where you're exactly right, right, Nikki? Because you're thinking uh, like further ahead than how old are they? You're how old are they? You're thinking like what are they into? And yes. that's kind of the piece of the pie because it's when you get when you care about what people care about, you connect with them. And building a brand and being viral and anything like that is about connecting to audiences at scale, creating content that reaches. Tons of people, but makes each of them feel like they've had a one-on-one connection with you. Right. Which is why authenticity is so important. Well, and the key to having a viral brand is having a brand that focuses on on the on its brand community, but and really works on building a community, but also focuses on serving other communities. Um, How do you mean? These, like, uh, like we'll go back to the golf analogy. Like, yeah. if you're a golf club manufacturer, like let's say it's Ping. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's, that's a golf brand. I don't know golf very well. I, I am not familiar. Okay. But I'm going to trust well, you. I think they were, yeah. they were when I was in college. Anyway, Ping, I'm getting there. I think they got to be around. Still. So, so Ping, this brand, then they, they're going to have their own community of that they've built, right? Or they should. People who buy the club. You know, okay, yeah. They, yeah. they create like, their social media community, their owned media channels. Their you know, Instagram, yeah. their and Twitter it has like whatever. a vibe. Yeah, it has a vibe. And yeah. how are they engaged in their community and who are the influencers of that community? Right. But then how are they serving like the golf community in general? Right. So, so I, like, I get that on with alcohol. So like certain alcohol brands, they all well, have you different like the vibes. I forgot. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like Captain Morgan likes the party vibe. Like they like yeah. the party people. They're the ones that they, they market themselves as like the party alcohol. And it's all, you know, it's all alcohol. Like it's just like. You, you could drink Captain Morgan if you're, you're lounging at a club, but that's not the vibe that they market as. And then uh, Malibu is like, you know. I love rural. Malibu on ice, by the way. I love, love Malibu. Malibu on ice. We yes. love Malibu. So good. Um, but their vibe is very like. And we love the it Like l- relax, like laid back, like, or like uh, you're <laughs> chilling with, with your you. friends, like in the sun on a beach. Like you're like. Yeah, vibes. It's a, it's, it's a <clears throat> party, I guess, but like a different type of party. It's not a frat party. It's like a. We're like playing beach volleyball and like having yes. a you know having a drink. And then do you work with these brands, some of these brands too? Because you yes. like the cocktails, so you have like a. 
I love like, cocktails. I love making cocktails. Do you get free cocktails? Hell yeah. Free cocktails? I haven't, I haven't paid for a cocktail in, in seven years. We get <laughs> the alcohol part of the cocktail. Yeah. And then, and then my job is to like make it taste good. Well, it tastes good, but like make it enhance the flavor yes. with different Ooh. like mixers. Make it a vacation like, drink. Yes. Vacation. Like every time. Make it sexy. Yes. Hibiscus? Every time we're thinking about going on a trip or something, we're like, I just want to drink a vacation. Because you know yeah. when you go on vacation, they the first you thing feel, you do yes. is get that sugary yes. drink yeah. that's pretty and has an umbrella and all kinds of fruit that doesn't even make sense. Totally. You're yeah. like Cabo, you're like, I don't even drink margaritas really, like, but I do when I get there. Yeah, you guys you gotta come over because please oh, go to Cabo together. Yes, I would love please. to go to Cabo. Yeah, I want to go to Cabo. y'all. I'm yeah. not kidding. You just got back? Yeah, we just got, well, like, Three weeks ago. But I think we need a do-over. Because we were texting, you and I, Nikki, when when I was there or getting yeah, back yeah. or something. But I think we just need to do a couple's trip to Cabo. Totally. Totally. Okay, that's so down. Done. Yes. Did we just make plans on the podcast? We did. Wow. We did it on the I'm gonna hold you yeah. accountable now. I have to uh, we have to go. I think like that means we get to write this off. Or actually I think the whole thing will probably be for free anyway, right? You guys can make <laughs> no, we're gonna write the thing off. We're, yeah, we're well, off. It's all written and, off. Yes, and yes. <laughs> but yeah, like so, what you're talking about is, um, I did that at at home. I was like, I want to just feel that way because that, that feeling, you know, it makes me feel like refreshed, and then I'm ready to start work again. So, um, I tried. I made our patio like as loungy as possible, like as if it's, it's nice. like a, a little that. like cabana, like you know, with the furniture and stuff. And then um, this is a new place. And then I make yeah, yeah. and then I make drinks. I have like a couple different areas where there's bars. There's an outside bar, and then there's like an inside bar. And um, and, and I make a hallway bar in case you don't like, make I'll, it. I'll make drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll make yeah, drinks and pineapples. <laughs> Like I'll put the little umbrella in there. I'll um I make this bomb drink with uh this tamarind oh vodka and Wait, uh water, frozen what are we watermelon. Doing after the show? Yeah, exactly. no, can I ride with you guys? I'm thirsty now. Jesus, it is five o'clock in about twenty four minutes. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And if you're listening, it's it's almost five, five o'clock, o'clock for you. Yeah. Or just and was, if you're listening and... on a Monday morning, you're fucked. <laughs> 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 it'll be like so, five I'm o'clock in kidding. the Philippines or somewhere. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so I, another thing I wanted to talk to you about, uh, Rachel, is that you like put Me. together. <laughs> Move aside. Well, Rick is there too. Step Rick's away. there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the brand the events you put together yes. once a month. You have an event called the McCord List, and you put together uh, influencers. Uh, I like they probably don't like to be called influencers, but you know, like they're each like the influencer of their space, um, and then like brands, like actual companies, and you put them together, and you have them. They basically get to pitch themselves to each other. Exactly. Because, you know, um, we were just kind of talking about this before. So the McCord List is my company that I started back in 2013. And the heart of it was really the sassy self-help that we were talking about earlier. And how do we help women in Hollywood specifically feel loved on, encouraged and empowered, right? And then how do we take that message and then distribute it to the millions with a very focused message. And so we started doing that a long time ago and we would do pop-up events and things like that. But I'm not personally like a big events person, like to be honest with you, like I connect in more intimate settings. Yeah. And so we started producing this photo shoot with the specific goal of providing influential women 
influencers, celebrities, bloggers, and media with exactly what they need to be successful. They need content. They need brand relationships. They need awesome um, encouragement along the way, right? They need friendship. There are certain things that we all need that just makes us feel loved on. And so the McCordless photo shoot is all about that. It's good vibes only. And we have these brands there who really get to kind of be the hero in the middle, right? We incorporate their products into photos we're taking. We also gift all of the ladies. And we get singles and group shots that are just fun. Yeah. And we always have like a little bit of a theme around just a positive message about female empowerment. And I love it because it's kind of just like putting that stake in the ground. Like every month, one day, I'm hosting this. Come if you're available. Obviously, y'all have come a couple times, yeah. which I love. Yep. And it's so nice because even if you get really busy, it's something that you can do that still works, still providing you with content that you need to post about yourself on your channels. But you also get to be around these other women who are very similar to you mm -hmm. and hopefully find and some And around karate. their husbands who are holding cameras and, you know. <laughs> well, do not forget <laughs> the power saying? of the okay. Instagram husband. That's, that's what we do. By the way, Rick that's and me, one baby. of our good friends, Chris, yesterday <laughs> did a photo shoot yesterday because they were taking photos of Chris's wife, Kristen, and I. And then we just kind of turned the cameras on them and we're like, okay, and do the Instagram laugh. And they were like Whoa. posing it up. <laughs> they had just done this like cutesy girl, like sort of like looking at each other, like being, they were genuinely taking a picture, like being cute. And then we took a little mock picture. It of got us real and, like, extra. And it was so. It was so it was uncomfortable. Hilarious. I was so uncomfortable. Yeah. He was laughing was like, so hard. I'm like, you're not supposed to really so laugh. Do the Instagram laugh. Right. But oh, difference. yeah, that's true. Just an open mouth. Yeah. Yeah. But then Chris was doing like the Instagram laugh, you know? So and then well. I was genuinely doing complete nervous sweat laughter. So I was like, <laughs> I was, like, was so uncomfortable with it. was so uncomfortable. I was like, how do you guys do it? I've been trying to get him to get his photos done at the McCordless photo shoot, but he literally, he won't do it. Why? He won't do it. I don't know. I don't like, I don't like it. I don't like red carpet stuff. Period. I you like don't? red carpet. Like I we're don't. on the red carpet. Like I'll pop in on a picture that's easy because it's like in oh, the moment. I hate it. A posy pose. What do you stuff? hate about like, it, Steve? I hate the whole thing. The like, uh, are you on the list? And then like oh. the whole like wait here. And then like they as they're I'm taking your the picture, they have no idea who the fuck you are. <laughs> and they're like, what's your name again? And it's just like, oh my god, I hate this shit. <laughs> it's but really But I get the usefulness of it. Yeah. Like when. If you're like somebody cool or whatever, yeah. yeah, it's it's great PR. But but every time I've done one, I don't know. When you're a kid and stuff, you think like, oh, red carpet, that's gonna be so sick and all this stuff. <laughs> but then doing it, you're just like, fucking, let me die somewhere alone. Mm. Like I know how a cat feels alone. when it's like, yeah, when it's maimed and it's like, I want to leave my family, so I don't have to deal with this shit. Like, <laughs> I just want to crawl somewhere. It is hard when you don't feel comfortable because that that's I talk a lot about that in my book too actually because I think that it's a very natural thing which is why I don't think you should ever try to slay the fame game before you start looking into yourself and figuring out who you are and what you care about, right? Because mm -hmm. if you are in a position where you have to put yourself out there, right? Because you built a brand, you want to have a viral brand, you want to push yourself and, and go, but you don't feel fully comfortable within mm -hmm. yourself. Because I look at, the reason I asked you what you dislike about it is yeah. because I would want to do an exercise and like figure out how to make it more comfortable with you for you. Because the problem is, is that you're trying to you're trying to go into a world that's not unique to exactly. who you are. Oh, it's not for me. Exactly. I got no hate for other people who do it. I just can't. It's not for me. But I think that if you did it your way, the way that you do comedy, and yeah. you actually were like, oh, listen, you guys should all know who I am. I am Steve Green <laughs> with an E. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. If you made it funny and 
for yourself, you'd probably enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, so yeah, I think I think you should like maybe think about figuring that out because it would be different. It would be very entertaining for them yeah. and very memorable. And that's what it takes to build a good brand. Well, I always had a thought that I wanted to do one where it's like you get a red carpet, you get the AP pr- photographers there, and then you just run people through who nobody's ever heard of, but you dress them up really nice. But that's kind of basically how AP guys feel at every single red carpet, <laughs> which is what I didn't realize until I met a couple of them. And I was like, well, this bit doesn't really work. Like, I thought I thought you could make it work, but you ha- I guess, I don't know, I'm still workshopping it. I love you. Well, if you want to talk about it, okay, if you want to we'll talk about slaying the fame game, I do. I no, got no, no. Here's you. the thing. I love, I love that. I like Nikki looks amazing on a red carpet. You look amazing on a red carpet. Aww. I just don't think that guys like me were designed for it. I'll tell you what, I, every time we get on the red carpet, and like over the years, like when I hop on the red carpet, usually they take pictures of Rachel and then like they'll give the, courtes- the, the courtesy, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. really? He like, jokes, but be, he's like, in Daily Mail they a have, lot. Like, Don't they have, even like, cool. Well, they'll, they'll be like, they'll be courtesy, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a, I'm like, I'll pop on. Yeah. Now, what's funny about this is like, you can go back over the last, like, we've been together five years, so, like, last five years, go back and look at me on red carpets. I definitely like oscillate in my weight. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, me too. My yeah. weight goes from like, 10 pounds under to 10 pounds over in that range. Like, I feel like I swing like this 15 pound range. I'm like, ooh, I'm chubby. I'm skinny. I'm chubby. I'm skinny. And For then me, Rachel, weight looks, and hair. Rachel looks perfect every time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's Nikki exactly too. the same. Yeah. yeah, weight and hair. Weight yeah, and hair. Two things. It's like, wow, my hair is receding. <laughs> wow, my hair is receding more. Oh, wow, it's really gone there. Oh, I was going to say, like, my weight doesn't my hair look kind of looks like up. it's there. And I'm like, nope, that's a shadow. <laughs> No, I'm completely you fucked. are both so perfect. You're so funny, though. That's hilarious. But I agree with you about the posing stuff, though, because like even at the McCord list, I I have to tell the photographers every time because they're always like, I never go to them. They always come to me, and I'm like, um, because all the other girls, Nikki you know, they'll won't get in line. Go to them. No, no, no. It's not I'm like that. I'm just, come to it's me. It's just that like like a lot of the girls want their picture to be and taken. And all the photographers want to take your no, photo. Well, they're yeah. they're like, hey, well, how come you aren't participating, basically? And um, and I'm just like, you're downplaying it, but yeah. But well, I go, I don't know how. To, I don't know how to pose. Like all of them know their angles and all this stuff. I don't know. I don't know. So, oh. so I just tell the photographer, just tell me what to do, like that. And then oh, that cool. way, it's like more fun for both yeah. of us because he gets to feel like, or she gets to feel like they're like helping, and um, and I feel like, oh, if if it looks bad, it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, if you ever want to do a little Rachel Nikki photo shoot yes. workshop, I got you. That'd be so fun. I would love that because I Let's legit like just don't know what I'm doing. I don't. I always think when I'm killing it, I always get the picture later. I'm like, ooh, like that's, <laughs> that's my arm true. is like way bigger than what I it normally you. is. People watch me do photos sometimes and they'll be like, oh my gosh, like, and they'll be like, we were just doing a, a project um, like a couple weeks ago, and these girls like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to pose like that. And I was just overhearing them while I was posing. And I was like, all you have to do is just kind of like lean into it, and then start to think really positive things about yourself. I was talking to her like between like smiling. clenched teeth, <laughs> and it was so funny because she started doing it. I was like, okay, now start saying in your head, I'm a queen. It was so funny. She's like, oh my god, I love this. But it was <laughs> it's funny because it's something people get really like uncomfortable, and I like finding the areas in our lives that we feel uncomfortable and like let's lean into that yeah. red carpets yes. and photo shoots yeah. and let's make it comfortable and fun because you only live once by the yeah. way you should be very confident because you're beautiful number Gorgeous. two you're, you're a gorgeous man and you guys I, are yeah, funny I, as shit <laughs> we, I had not okay we you're had so not funny. seen any of your stuff okay by the way to everybody who's listening we're we're actual real friends in real life yeah. and I hadn't actually seen any of their stuff before so we're like hanging out I'm like oh you guys do you, oh yeah tell me about it. and then we're like and then we actually watched something and I was like oh my gosh <laughs> these guys are hilarious <laughs> 
Nikki knows because I sent her a video of you, Doug, Emily, and I watching. Oh, really? Oh, that's oh, so All you cute. hear is laughter. And the, it was so funny. Anybody and, who's listening right now knows that I'm like way late to this party because I'm like, because everybody, everybody who's listening yeah, obviously knows how funny yeah. you guys are. We're very late. Aww. You're fine. You're fine. We know this. Fine. But we also did, I'm glad that we met the way that we did Me because too. it would have been creepy for like, yeah, we, we are, we're we are fans. big fans. Here, we're let me fans. take a selfie. Just look over there. You'd be like, you know who uh, I would totally never speak to again. Like, because I'm a, so I'm a YouTuber, like YouTube watcher. Mm. Like I've been a YouTube user for like since the beginning. Yeah. Like I don't, I get rid of my table, cable, table, cable. Yeah. I cut the cord. The table, like, the cable, as soon as all they, of the, it. Get rid of it. Let's clear this house out. Out of here. I cut the cord like when, as soon as the Apple TV came out and yeah. never cable since. And so I, in the beginning of Apple TV, it was just like YouTube. So I just watch YouTube every night or Apple TV, one of the two. So one of my early guys who I think you worked with was Ray William Johnson. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. The early guys. I'd probably geek out if I met him because I'd be like, that's kind of, no, right. I wouldn't geek out. That's kind of how we were. Um, we like got brought in as actors on YouTube. Like bef- we didn't know any YouTubers or any of like the popular channels or anything. And oh, so, really? yeah, we got brought in as actors. We had no idea like whose channel we had to look them up, you know, like when we were getting yeah. hired. While to- I was there, I was looking. Them yeah. Up yeah. Like and, <laughs> and they were like the top, top YouTubers, but I'm glad we met that way because I don't like that whole like putting people on a pedestal it's thing. Awkward. And so right, 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 like right. we're friends with a ton of huge YouTubers, but I've never felt like, oh my God, I got to act a certain way. <laughs> like it's never been but like that. it's also because I don't watch any of them. That's either. what I'm saying. I don't yeah. watch, but even my friends, I don't watch my friends for that reason. I don't really watch our friends yeah. either. Yeah, it's I guess. Like a, it, but I do, I, I've watched like enough to know to know what they do online. Sure. And like um, I respect them and like I know what their, their brand is, you know, yeah, and they're yeah, very, yeah. very, very good at it. They're very good at like knowing what the brand is and playing to it. So I've always been interested in that because I'm not better than them. It's not about that. I don't watch it because I don't want to have this thing where innately I feel like I'm acting different around them because I think their stuff's good or bad or whatever. Right. Like if they have bad stuff, it's impossible for me not to say anything. If they have (laughs) good stuff, it's impossible for me not to defer to them or or something strange that is out of character for me. Yeah. Yeah. So I I just defensively don't watch anything. Just God, don't read my book. Don't talk to me. That's different. Don't want you to. Don't look at her. I've never had a friend who wrote a book before. So, really? So that's true. Experience. Every friend, every YouTuber okay. has written a book. I don't read the YouTuber books. But you don't, you don't read them, but they've <laughs> written them. They I'm just exist. saying. No, here's the thing. Uh, here's, here's, okay, no, by the way, me... thank you, because you gave me a real honest moment that was really special. You took it away very quickly, Nick. No, you, which me, you're no, still actually, my bestie, so I forgive you. Here's the thing. Oh, you're because, making me want to Because there's guests that we've had that have written books, and he's like, they've never known. No, the fucking problem with YouTuber books is they're all autobiographies about people who are 22 years old. That's true. That's true. So Rachel wrote something about a specific subject that yeah. is interesting. No, that's It's a different true. thing. Complete different well, thing. Well, say it like that. Well, that's all I was saying. I just didn't want to diss our friends. That's all. I'm not, I didn't, I didn't, I, well, I get it. I get why. Yeah. But I, I wasn't trying to diss anybody. I'm right. just saying, like, don't write a memoir when you're 20 no, fucking five. No, I get five. that. I, if I, I agree with you. a memoir, it would be famous-ish. But you, but, you, but you have an angle, right? I like an angle. Yeah, like I'm a, trying a, a, to Something help. about something to yeah. help people understand something, not just read about my fucking yeah, life, topic. you yeah. little pleb. <laughs> I don't, I don't think any, I think if I had written that book I definitely would have never sold out because people were like I don't know who the fuck you are I don't <laughs> care like go away right. <laughs> and no offense to my friends who have written books but like I don't you know 
Rick was very helpful, like both in like the beginning of me writing the book and everything, to be like, hey, just sprinkle your stories around something that is helpful. To your point, like how mm. do you help someone figure this out? Yeah, because I think that you know everyone kind of thinks that their stories are super interesting, and not everybody agrees. Well, so it's good to write it for a community. And Rachel also like was was like you know for her she's been you know in Hollywood you know for you know, eight years, nine years, something like that. And so she's walked on red carpets and I'm like, baby, she, she struggled with, am I qualified to write this book? You know, right. You know, and I'm like, baby, you've literally been here this long. That's more than almost mo- most of the girls in, that are in Hollywood or in social media. Like you, yes, you know the mm. ropes. So she wrote it as like a big sister telling advice. It was like she, and when you read it, if you read any of it, you know, yeah. it's like very like conversational. Although Steve doesn't think I've read any of it. I <laughs> was clowning on you. It's, <laughs> he was giving me a, You're t- a pop quiz. I'm always clowning. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's conversational. It's like Rach's big sister, like, like keeping it real. Yeah. Because honestly, you know? I wish someone had told me these things when yeah. I moved out here because I felt so insecure. I would be going to massive award Should shows. Should they don't tell you? It's the shit they don't tell oh, you. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. That's but why we started this. Yeah. See, that's exactly. I just exactly, wanted someone to tell me the things that I really wish right. I would have known. Yeah. See, this is a great point, right? So in this case, when you talk about your brand and doing it for those people, which we talked about earlier, right? right? Like for that. you, it's yeah. like you're doing, you're giving them the shit they don't tell you because it's stuff that people really actually need to know. Like I remember being in these award shows mm-hmm. and sitting at a table with Morgan Freeman and Jessica Simpson and Amy Palmer, okay? And they're plus ones. We were all at the same table. Wait, Amy Palmer? Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> Am I Amy saying her Pol- name? Amy right? Polar. Oh, Polar. Polar. Oh, oh. I'm, sorry, I was sorry. just sticking I'm up for you... the what the hell. The, okay. <laughs> I wasn't, no, wasn't going to say anything. No, I'm, like, just, I'm like check, up and, and then you the said the, the other one. I was like, check. And I don't then, know who Amy Polar or Palmer is. So. <laughs> She's the blonde comedian. Yeah. Like Amy Palmer, yeah. of course, yeah. the inventor of the Arnold Palmer. I thought maybe she was like some supermodel. I didn't want to look dumb if I didn't know who she was. I love that you were sticking up for the what the hell. Well, no, I just don't know. If I don't know something, I got to ask. I won't just politely go, uh-huh. That's awesome. Somebody no, says a movie I've never heard of. I'm like, what is Sounds that? Sounds like Arnold Palmer's I'll, I'll wife. I'll Maybe she's important. My, so eyes much over. my bad. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I'm glad that you called me out. But anyway, so I'm sitting at this table, and I the whole time I couldn't even think about anything except like, who let me in? Like, why am I here? I felt so inadequate. I felt like, oh my gosh. Like, and it was before I had a lot of confidence in my fashion and have a lot of relationships with showrooms and creating stuff on my own. And so I was in this zone where I was just sitting there like, oh, like I feel so small. Yeah. And if if I had read some of the things I talk about in the book, then maybe I wouldn't have felt that way. Right. So then I wanted to give them the shit totally. they will tell you so that you actually walk away and you're like, oh my gosh, I was prepared for this because someone else has felt this. It's not that she's like super successful. It's more so like she gets me where I'm at and that's what relationship is about, right? Like right. if you have a good conversation with someone, it's because you're like, oh, like I see you, I get you. You see me and you get me. Yeah, and a lot of the human experience is just like not wanting to feel alone. Like a lot of some mm-hmm. sometimes you go through stuff like that where you're like, I'm the only person that feels this way in this room. Everyone else has done something or whatever, but you're not the only person that's ever felt that way or that even is feeling that way in that room. And um, I think it's interesting. The one of the things that drew me to acting was the storytelling and and entertainment in general. Um, I think it's a common thread is the storytelling because. Um, that's like the that's the one thing that separates us as humans from animals that like we don't like no nowhere else in the animal kingdom do they tell stories. Mm-hmm. It's really like a human thing. And um and I think that you know there's a lot of people that feel lonely or like feel like alone and you're you're filling that void of them 
feeling that way, right? Like you're, I hope so. You're getting. I, I feel like that. I think it's crazy because like what what you guys go through as talent, right? I mean, like all, all three of you, because I'm not that I'm a marketer. <laughs> Yeah, so, but, but you better, you better differentiate yourself, pal. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a, I'm a. Mar- what'd you say? You better differentiate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like I'm not. But I can't but stay worked, with us. I've worked on hundreds, <laughs> probably at least like 300 movies and TV shows now because I do the marketing, and so I work with talent a lot. And I see the, the whole range, and also with people who are just struggling talent who hasn't made it yet, you know. And it's the most. I think just being here in Hollywood, you guys probably know this. Like, um, it's one of the most lonely type jobs. It's so like. It's, it's really hard. You guys have a platform, Rich has a platform, but imagine like, you know, I mean, it's like when you come out here and you don't know anybody, it's scary, man. And yeah. like, I think it's for talent, it's very difficult business and it sounds glamorous. And even when you've made it, it's like, again, I'm speaking on your own side, there's like a pressure I think that you guys have to keep your brand up versus like yeah. the brand starting to fall and your number starting to fall or X, Y, and Z or how much you're getting paid for a movie or a TV show falling or like, when's the last time you worked on, ex, you know, it, you know, yes. when's the last time you worked on a show? Yeah. Oh, what have you been in lately? How relevant yeah. are you right and now? How many times do people ask you that? Oh, what was the, have we seen you in anything? Yeah. And yeah. especially in the digital age where there's yeah. so many new social media platforms being invented. Like every year there's a new one and you right. have to keep current on the new one. Like yeah. it's not like. Like like if, like a couple of years ago, Snapchat. If you were big on Snapchat, that was a big thing. Yeah. But now it's like, you know, Snapchat's it's not a lot of people are using Snapchat. God, I feel so you bad know? for that guy. They could have <laughs> sold for three billion. Dude, and I he said, like, you know what? Go dude, take a walk. Dude. And now that guy's like taking a fucking empty can around. <laughs> like, oh my god, they should have sold that oh, shit. You know what were I they saw, thinking? You know who I saw? I saw him skateboarding with Tom. Oh, Tom from oh, MySpace. My space, oh, really? They're skating together. Oh, yeah, exactly. Space. And they're sucking <laughs> dick at night for heroin. No, you know that little skate that skate park over in Venice. Oh, skating. they really were. Yeah. Oh, my bad. No, no, yeah. I'm joking. I'm dude, talking. Dude, no <laughs> joke though. He clowns you. I follow. I follow Tom on MySpace, and his Instagram is tight. He just is travels it? around the world and takes beautiful pictures yeah, of it. It's amazing. Life. He's killing best it. life. They're both. Yeah. I heard he's a great photographer. Actually, for real, I'm just making jokes. Yeah. Don't you diss my friend Tom? He was my first friend on MySpace. Best friend. He was number one. My top ten. Yes. We're gonna end it with final thoughts right now. Rachel, you have any final thoughts? Um, I think y'all are amazing, and uh-huh. I think that we should definitely do Cabo. And if we ever need to do part two on your red carpet experience, Steve, and yours yes. with the the photo shoot posing, I got I'm you. In. I'm All in. day. Totally in. All day. Rick, um, final thoughts. I, I uh, love you guys. You know what I would love? Can okay, you can totally cut this out if you don't want to do it, but I would love to hear your your elevator pitch. My elevator pitch? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, Put me on the spot. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? That's okay. what I'm like. I like that. Yeah. You don't- um, yeah, so I am a model entrepreneur who, you know, I do a lot of stuff in press and on television, but for me, my passion is really inspiring women. So I am kind of like this sassy self-help voice. I wrote a book on Hollywood and social media because I really wanted to give girls the tools they needed. Being on social media all the time and struggling with that, I think it's really important to have someone who gets it and gets you. So yes, I'm impressed a lot and I'm super grateful for that. But to be honest with you, it's the moments when I'm on at a charity event and I'm speaking to girls or I'm on a stage 
you know, just telling them that they matter. And no matter where they're from, trailer parks or red carpets, they were born to slay. <laughs> oh, uh, I love it. Yeah. And obviously, was so I wasn't timing myself. That was an elevator it. at the Cobar Towers, but that's fine. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a time limit. I'm so like, <laughs> well, I, I, totally elevator was like 50 seconds. That's so the, the concept that's of like, definitely nailed that. Yeah, you yeah, know, okay. you know that. That was like, like a, a like a 12 story elevator. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm Nikki, I like cats and drinks. I drink and I drink my cats and I love them. Okay, bye. I love I'm, you so much. I'll see you in you. Get well soon. My elevator pitch, I'm Steve Green. Um, You're welcome. I'm good. I fuck good. I, and I bring That's it, true. That's and true. I bring it every time. That's true. That's true. That's true. Oh That's true. my gosh. And I would love to to hang out with you outside of an elevator. Oh my gosh! Right? And good. then just say you're welcome. Yeah, Steve's is like a Tinder bio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. great. By the way, I don't want to like make this like drag on because we, we if we have to end at a specific time, but. I just have to say, do you know how fast the elevators are in Vegas? It's crazy fast. They're very Dude, fast. So fast. They got that dirt down. It's a they system. Can, you can feel it. Well, because feel they're it. like, it's scary. they're like, what floor do you need to go to? We segregate them by floors, so that way we don't waste anyone's time. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, yeah. Nikki, your elevator pitch would be perfect in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> What's your elevator pitch? Did you she just gave it. Like, I'm Nikki, and I like cats, and I make drinks, and I like cats. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, that really was your elevator pitch. No, yeah, it wasn't. Much I don't. It. I don't really have one. That's why um, oh. I was trying to think, because like based on the stuff that we were talking about for branding yourself um yeah it would be something like like i am yeah i don't know i like you're <laughs> so like, nervous oh my God. do it I, i'm so bad at pitching myself he you're knows. really bad at it <laughs> my actual pitch is always Wait, like can you, hi can you pitch me yes pitch me. um this is my wife nikki she's a youtuber and she's uh got her own necklace and jewelry collection uh, AKA like a line is what some people call it, but mm -hmm. I don't look at it like a line. I look at it like a worldwide takeover. <laughs> oh, I just want to I just want to do a good Thank job. You. Is my tagline? Is my tagline for everything? Yeah, so but I'm you don't want to pitch that. I just want to do a good job. But saying you just want to do a good job means that maybe you won't do one. And <laughs> perfect. That's, that's, oh yeah, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> I love the two of you so much. You. We're going to script this out. Yes, We're going to bring in some of your sass to hers and, and then your it. sass See, to I look own. at fuck perfect like you better fuck perfect. Oh, already am. Or, 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 or you're wasting my time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> already am. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. All right, well, thank you so much for coming on today. You guys are awesome, amazing. You are awesome. I'm we really going to think about my brand more. Um, where can they find you? Um, everything's on the McCordList.com or social media for me is at I am Rachel McCord. Because I am. Because she <laughs> is. And you can check me out on rickshermer.com or easier because you could actually spell it viralbrand.io. <laughs> and they're both on the it list so you can check that out too. Oh my gosh. But we're on the not it list which kind of sucks. <laughs> not, no, the, no, you're on the not it list. You're the not hot. We're the it. We're, it's okay. We're no, not the not hot. Are yeah. we the not hot? So I, the I, hot I mean, I or checked. the not hot? Nobody checked. knows. We're, I'm going to check my blue ball. Wait, are we for real Mark's going to check. That's a different That's story. Great. He's going to let us know. I was lucky to be on the McCord list. All right, thank no, you so much for listening. Please rate us if you're listening on on iTunes, and also please like us, and also like leave us a comment. And if you have something that you want us to talk about, email me at podcast at Nikki.limo. Bye. Why didn't anyone tell me? Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.